reading an article on earthday.org and got to know that at least 14 million tons of plastic end up in our oceans every single year. It is estimated that about 1 million marine life is lost every year due to plastic pollution. Going by the statistics again, it is estimated that 50% of the plastic that is produced is just for single use. So, if I were to tell further than this, there is about 380 million tons of plastic that is produced every single year. If I just look around me, I see that we have miles to go in terms of sustainable living. This is where my next guest on the show shines light and makes us want to take a step towards a happy planet. I was actually looking for alternative solutions for my home care needs and that's when I came across Refillable, an Indian startup that is focused on refill revolution and like they say to untrash the planet. The team is carrying out some real amazing stuff and I have Rahul Batra on the show today, one of the co-founders of Refillable. So delighted to have you on the show Rahul. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Thank you for uh, giving a platform like us to uh, giving a giving a voice to a company like us thank you for having me <laughs> my pleasure of course so i want to begin by asking this rahul so refillable is india's first e refill zero waste platform for home care liquids right so can you tell me a little bit about how yes. the idea itself was conceptualized and you know what was the goal behind it and how did it all start right so to give you context what you rightly uh, pointed out uh, refillable is india's first zero waste platform for your home care liquids uh, the thought actually came with home care being uh, the primary objective uh, word here along with refill so uh, right. we are actually three friends in college uh, when we kind of identify the single use uh, plastic problem uh, mm -hmm. we realized it was too big it also was uh, prevalent across industries it's not a problem which is specific only to your fmcg industry it's a problem that unfortunately okay. caters to most of the industries so uh, mm -hmm. it was during covid actually uh where we realized that before the vaccines came into play the only thing that could keep us safe was you know your mm -hmm. sanitizers your floor cleaners basically keeping everything around you sanitized clean so uh yeah. what people didn't realize is obviously in the fight of covid the amount of consumption mm -hmm. of home care liquids on a national level nearly doubled and given Absolutely. the lack of infrastructure that india has in terms of its waste segregation all of it just ended up into the landfill that's when the initial thought of refillable came into place a basically a service that could provide your home care liquids obviously beyond covid but in a plastic free okay. way at the convenience of your couch from the mm -hmm. tap of a button so that was the initial thought and idea and you know that's when we built on refillable okay wonderful so this means like like you guys were still in college and that's when you know all of this uh, came into being and then you know covid obviously then further fueled uh this particular innovation right definitely definitely so covid was actually so to give you a little bit more context so the three of us mm -hmm. when we were back in college started another company uh, called capable which was primarily okay. solving the same problem of single use plastic in the fnb mm -hmm. industry so what we did was okay. we replaced the single use plastic cups for your beverages mm -hmm. and we kind mm -hmm. of replaced them with rice husk based cups now rice husk okay. is basically husk that is collected after the farming process it's basically a waste that is usually burnt off which adds to air pollution so we made a network of farmers collected this waste made cups out of it and replaced all your single use uh, single use plastic cups for fnb restaurants your food chains so uh, that's right. when the idea of single use plastic started 
since then obviously the three of us have been uh, together and we kind of realized that you know we need to move from sector to sector to solve the problem and then we came mm-hmm. to fmcg and started refillable with the same aim of uh, getting rid of single use plastic okay it's amazing so again like you said right this is a startup that's actually being run by you know friends with a common goal right to reduce plastic consumption and also carbon footprint so what is it like for friends to be working on a business together can you tell me a little bit of that i mean do you all take care of like different departments and how did the team actually come together <laughs> <laughs> no so it's it's really fun actually i mean having a startup where your <laughs> other co-founders are friends who kind of have the right. same vision and you vision as you i think that that's that's like a dream come true for all of us actually it's like you know you're <laughs> chilling with friends and then for a larger purpose for a bigger goal uh, for a, right. to create impact at scale as such so uh, we uh, to give you uh, an idea the three of us yeah. uh, were actually a part of hr college in mumbai Uh, we were a part uh-huh. of a small community called Rotract. Uh, so okay. Rotract made us do a lot of these activities. You know, your community-based uh-huh. activities. We've set up a lot of wells in villages, helped them uh, with clean, sanitized water. Done a lot of fundraisers uh-huh. to you know support uh, uh, these groups. So uh, we've actually okay. been in this work since uh, quite a while. And when the three of us That's used to work to the community of Rotract, yeah. I'm sorry. When the three of us used to work oh, through through Rotract as a community, we realized that the problem had to be dealt with from a macro level, and that's when we mm-hmm. came out of college and then decided to start with Capable. Now Capable is doing really well, and now we've also started refillable along with it. I see. And this Rotract that you mentioned, Rahul, so this is like an NGO or is it like an organization where people can volunteer? Is that what it is? uh yeah very much so rotract is basically a college uh, based organization uh, it's present mm-hmm. in most colleges uh, there are two two types of rotract uh, clubs as such there's a community based and college based for people who okay. want to join through their college they can uh, uh, do it through their college and for the ones who want to join as a separate entity they can join mm-hmm. community based rotract clubs as well there are ngos that work primarily for the benefit of uh, you know the larger good so we've done uh, right. programs for uh, underprivileged we've done programs for senior citizens your old age mm-hmm. homes villages uh, grown trees mm-hmm. so there are a lot of community based activities that we've been a part of and i think that was where the seed of doing something for a larger good was you know uh, put into our brain and since then we've been working on it to come up with the best possible solution i see okay So again, now just coming back to refillable, right? So when I just think about refillable, uh, you know, my mind immediately goes and tells me that you know this is like a total new, brand new product category in itself, right? So we don't really have too many solutions in this space, and people are still trying to figure out, you know, what are the alternative solutions. Um, so how difficult was it to even get started in this space, and you know, just identifying, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle, right? No, actually, I think that's uh, very, very true. The refill space uh, generally is very new, uh, especially in India. Yeah. There are a few mm-hmm. global parallels that do a very similar sort of a thing that we do as well. But from an overall mm-hmm. level, refill is is the space is the industry is yet up and coming. Uh, right. So uh, the thought around this was basically when we thought about uh, all the activities uh, that you know are related to sustainability. Uh, there was yeah. when we spoke about people, when we spoke to a lot of people to kind of understand the space in general, we kind of got mm-hmm. this feeling that everything sustainable related was very uh, taxing. Taxing in the sense, yeah. uh, it, it it required a lot of effort. I mean, if I if Correct. I were to think of composting, it requires an individual yeah. to collect all their waste, 
uh, you know go through an entire process of composting it in specific circumstances uh, certain pressure etc the same with recycling uh, given the mm-hmm. lack of infrastructure someone needs to collect all their dry waste store them till someone comes and picks it up then it goes to yeah. a facility and then it gets recycled so it was mm-hmm. not unfortunately being adopted at a very mass level like not any and everyone could be a part of sustainable living because the notion was ki nahi yaar bahut mehnat lagta hai so absolutely uh, that that was the primary idea of why we came up with the whole refill solution so uh, mm-hmm. we have a refill truck uh, we basically okay. have a three wheeler vehicle and we've retrofitted mm-hmm. it with a refill with a refill with a refill machine now what happens okay. is you can sit on the comfort of your couch log on to our mm-hmm. website or whatsapp whatever is preferable uh, order okay. refillable solutions the truck comes right under your doorstep doorstep mm-hmm. comes up collects your old bottles so we don't okay. provide newer packaging because the thought is to reuse what is already put in the market so we come up right. collect your old bottles bring it uh-huh. down refill it uh, through our refill truck and then return it okay. back to you so it's like no new plastic packaging added into the market and the packaging that is already it is actually being delivered to you uh, exactly at, so at the comfort of your home itself exactly yeah. exactly exactly so that was the entire thought behind you know introducing refill and introducing uh, convenience and ease and you know making sure that sustainability can be adopted uh, at a more mass level I see. Okay, so this, like you said, right? There's a general notion as well uh, that you know sustainable solutions are very expensive and can be just a little overwhelming, and not everybody might you know jump onto this, uh, you know, to start with, right? So, can you share a little bit of insights on this angle, right? Like, you know, have you come across customers who tell maybe okay, this is expensive, or maybe based on your customer research, maybe you know. uh you come across folks that tell that no i think you know this might be a lot more expensive than you know say an off the rack solution that's available right so how how does that uh, fit into the whole thing so uh generally sustainable products are not supposed to be uh expensive if they are to mm-hmm. be adopted at a mass level uh, unfortunately mm-hmm. if there are a few circumstances in which they are uh the thought yeah. behind this is I, i don't i mean this is uh, i'm hoping i'm uh, Yeah. Uh, it's not about my company it might be about some other company so i i hope sure. the context is uh, fitting over here but from what i've understood uh, they try to employ people from villages uh, everything that is very mechanical and machine oriented in today's day is actually done by hand so the process mm-hmm. uh, involved takes much more time involves many more okay. people uh, hence i'm assuming because of the intensive work that goes behind creating that product uh, the, right. the end, end product is comparatively higher because anything that is made mm-hmm. in a factory or in a machine the production rate is tens and thousands and probably an hour whereas same right. if it's done in 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 like a more manual setup the return is low so that's why the notion and the few products that may come across as you know green for the environment and sustainable and hand woven and stuff like that is is primarily might be a little more expensive than what you uh, might buy off the rack so that's the general notion of why it's uh, a little more expensive sure so that takes me to the like next question right based on the conversation that we've been having so can you maybe like uh tell us a little bit about the impact that you know single use plastics could have on the environment because you know no matter what product that you pick for any of the home care needs right it does come with a plastic container you know you have to go back and you know refill again there is refillable pouches that are available but again that's also another plastic uh you know case that you have to pick up and you know uh so there is literally like no escape that i see uh right so in that sense like what what impact do you think you know these single use plastics have 
Oh no, it uh, it definitely has a very very high impact, very high impact. So to give you context, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna paint probably the first a uh, few hours from the time any respective person gets up. Uh, he yes. or she probably goes to the bathroom, picks up a toothbrush which is plastic, uh, uses yeah. a toothpaste which is made out of plastic. Uh, probably comes out, uh, opens up your breakfast. The cereals that you order come in again single use plastic again. It's disposed mm-hmm. of. Let's assume that you've had a good day at work. You probably want to order some food from your uh, food platform. All of them come yes. in plastic packaging. So, uh, like it or not, you're surrounded by plastic packaging in all aspects. Uh, you know, yes. some of these problems have simple solutions. Like you know, you can probably start off with bamboo toothbrushes. You can you know use mm-hmm. uh, your handkerchiefs instead of uh, tissue papers. There are these simple yeah. solutions, and there are some problems that don't currently have like a solution. In those scenarios, mm-hmm. uh, the ideal aspect is to reuse the plastic that you already have in the market. So uh, mm-hmm. let's assume that you know you've called for food from one of these food platforms. Uh, the general yeah. uh, tendency is, uh, you know, you've eaten the food and you tend to throw away the packaging. But if you think uh-huh. about, uh, you know, what our mothers and our grandparents used to do, they had the tendency of storing those boxes with, you know, uh, other food. when you are giving Correct. food to your relatives you know there's this tendency of reusing the plastic box with food like they store it they use it Correct. for storage and and that's the yeah. thought process and mindset that we possibly need to uh, adopt more not the use and throw mm-hmm. thing but a more uh, sustainable mm-hmm. uh, uh, system where any product that finds a way to enter into the market if it doesn't have an alternative solution is reused in the ecosystem maximum number of times times till it finds its place in the recycling process as such got it sure so again i want to just shift a little bit back into refillable and the services that it provides right uh, can you tell me like what a typical customer journey would look like uh, you did tell me that you know there are these uh, you know doorstep delivery trucks that are available with the filling stations and stuff but uh, what is a typical customer journey look like and maybe can you tell like what kind of solutions are already available with uh, refillable today right so uh, currently we're only present in mumbai uh, so that's mm-hmm. a, uh, that's a start our company is uh, refillable is barely 6 uh, to 6 to 8 months old uh, but sure. uh, our aim is to make refills accessible anywhere and everywhere it shouldn't be a hassle for a customer to find a refillable option as such so mm-hmm. uh, let's assume if you're at home uh, you get our refill truck uh, who's going to you know refill your packagings at the doorstep we've created these setups which can be set up in your exhibitions your stalls your uh, local flea markets your farmers markets so you know if anyone intends to you know go on a sunday morning to check out what's new in the market refills will be available over there as well uh, in due okay. course of time um, we're going to also set up these stationary refill stations inside your retail stores so your big bazaars your dmarts all these stores are also going to have like a refill station which will encourage mm-hmm. people to bring your own bottles uh, from your customers from your respective houses and just refill it right so uh, all of these services are going to enable that regardless of uh, you know where you are what you do and how you how your consumption patterns usually work uh, refills yeah. will be accessible to you in all all your steps which which basically means again reemphasizing on the fact that sustainability services should be uh, should be made such that can be adopted at scale or which you know which could be implemented at scale correct correct so i think one of the things that you said like really caught my attention right uh, you said that you know there will be dispensing systems across retail stores um, maybe can you share a little bit as to why you all felt that yes this was the right direction to pick was it uh, again to ensure that you know 
people are reducing the carbon footprint as much as possible is that what the intention was behind this because i think this is a great thing i mean uh, where you know you have like easy access i think that's more convenient for people right like the minute they see something in a store they're more likely to go and adopt it right rather than asking them to sort of you know uh, do like a hundred bunch of things no definitely that is that was exactly the thought process it's what you pointed out mm-hmm. is is very bang on so uh, okay. we realized when as and when uh, we kept uh, dealing with our consumers that forcing them to change their habit and the way they've been consuming since so many years and specifically asking them to change their direction and choose our service only to be sustainable was partially right. wrong for us and it required a lot of mm-hmm. effort from the consumers end as well so we right. had to find solutions which could easily easily and seamlessly fit into uh, systems that were already in place uh, with the customer one of the mm-hmm. obviously buying habits is calling your retail stores and calling your uh, you know your big bazaars and all your big uh, retail yeah. chains and and you know buying yeah. everything from there so we thought mm-hmm. that you know instead of telling the customer ki aap home care liquid refillable se lo we just said mm-hmm. why not make refillable accessible in that retail huh. store as well so obviously the okay. primary uh, aspect of putting it is yeah. to get rid of single use plastic and also to make right. it convenient without the customer yeah. having to take much hassle as such absolutely so the next thing right uh, there's also the factor of existing ecosystem like you rightly pointed out right so it could be like lack of awareness also in many cases so how are you sort of addressing this uh, you know like is it through like the products that you are actually offering right now and maybe then you have your other customers who are sort of telling that hey these are the things that you can go after or are you sort of having some kind of an awareness drive as such anything of that sort that's happening in the background as well yes yes uh, very much so uh, we we awareness and education has been a primary concern as a challenge uh-huh. uh, for our company uh, you know to educate uh-huh. the people that this service is available it is accessible it's something that you can you know uh, juice from the click of a button from the comfort of your couch so we do a lot of these uh, activities and a lot of uh, people uh, you know your celebrities and all have been very uh, supportive of us Uh, of you know helping Correct. us amplify the concept even more uh, so uh, recently we had various celebrities who just out of their pure uh, aspect of promoting the cause there was no monetary aspect involved there was no part or there was nothing they just saw the concept they loved it and they said that you know how can we help so there were a lot Correct. of celebrities uh, who reached out to us uh, you know uh, there was shenaz uh, tragedy there was manasa varanasi there were a lot of people who reached out to us and without any uh, hope or anything or any aspect of any return they just posted about us on social media which obviously helped our cause a lot uh, there were a lot of Absolutely. people who came uh, inquiring there are a lot of radio stations we did a very recent campaign with big fm 92.7 uh, where you know people who wanted to adopt sustainability could sign up with big fm and obviously our part would be to uh, reach out to them and give them samples for free because of world earth week so uh, there have been a lot of uh, brands a lot of companies a lot of celebrities different stakeholders uh, in our mm-hmm. uh, ecosystem that have helped push the concept because they have also realized that this is the future this is something that is going to be adopted at scale at large and uh, they've obviously been very supportive of us that's obviously point 1 uh, point 2 is so refillable is a platform uh, we don't mm-hmm. make our own home care liquids So your floor cleaners, right. your laundry, your uh, sanitizers, and all these detergents and such—they're not refillable branded. They're actually originally branded of the brand that you any which way use. All okay. refillable is doing is basically getting that brand on our platform and offering the right. same quality to you at the comfort of your couch in a plastic-free mechanism. 
so obviously Correct. these brands who signed up to be present at refillable are also going all uh-huh. out to you know help us uh, garner traction reach out to new customers and you know social media promotions etc right and and that is so true what you said rahul because you know uh, i actually uh, stumbled upon shanaz's post you know she had done like a complete reel i think you know about what refillable did and how you know uh, she was going to adopt it and things like that and that's when i was like okay there is this kind of a solution that is available and you know why not make use of it and that's how i sort of ended up reaching out uh, to your team uh, no, I'm, just I'm, to see I'm... whether <laughs> I'm I'm so grateful to you for taking the effort of reaching out to us, and I'm obviously needless to say so grateful to uh, Shanaz as well for you know uh, helping us promote our cause. So I mean, yeah, thank you yeah. to the both of you. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, like I'm pretty sure, like the entire thing hasn't been easy, right? Because you know, you said that it's just been six to eight months, but then I'm pretty sure the entire research and setting up the platform and everything, you know, that in itself might have taken so much of your time and efforts, right? So, what have been some of the biggest challenges, Rahul, that you and your team have seen, and you know, uh, how do you sort of overcome all of these things, right? because handling a startup is definitely not an easy thing to do uh, yeah definitely i mean uh, even when we when the three of us uh, my friends co-founders and myself when we started this yeah. the journey yeah. uh, obviously was tough uh, it, it's not that like we had like a eureka moment where we woke yeah. up one night and we said that you know this is the perfect solution and now execution is uh, all that is required uh-huh. uh, awareness yeah. and education from a refillable front has been of primary importance it's it's been something that we've been constantly uh, doing to make more customers aware about our service so that's been one of the uh, main challenges and obviously mm-hmm. adaptability to customers so uh, you know right. obviously when you come up with your first idea or your first draft it may not necessarily mm-hmm. be the ideal thing that the customer was expecting so you run into right. a few loyal customers who've been supporting you since day one you keep adapting it mm-hmm. making your service better uh you know mm-hmm. so so that's the entire uh, to to cover it up in a nutshell that's an entire yeah. those are a few issues that we kind of uh, faced during the process i see okay and and definitely it is totally remarkable you know what all of you are doing and you know tell me like what keeps you all motivated and so gung ho about this entire thing right in spite of like having all kinds of difficulties and challenges but then you're all so motivated to take it to the next level yeah no definitely i mean uh, the aim primarily is obviously we we really care about the planet that we live in yeah. uh, we all yeah. do our bit to you know make sure that uh, uh, you know we can sustain on this planet for longer uh, so that's yeah. primarily the drive that keeps us going you know to work for the environment to work for uh, you know sustainability to make sustainability more accessible uh, to anyone mm-hmm. and everyone that can be adopted right. at large so uh, definitely i mean working towards the environment is the primary thing that gets us out of bed uh, every morning and uh, touch yeah. wood we've been blessed with a we've been blessed with customers who consciously right. uh, you know uh, find the smallest of incentives to you know uh, message us on instagram or any other platform to you know congratulate us for our smallest of achievements help us put up stories right. thank us for uh-huh. doing what we're doing so it kind of makes you feel good that what you're doing is you know actually being uh, adopted is being liked is being uh, uh, you know so these these small moments these small achievements when celebrated at large uh, give mm-hmm. you the will and power to fight another day 
Absolutely. And, you know, making such a big difference as well, right? Like, you know, day-to-day life uh, in, in whatever tiny little ways that we could all do, right? Um, so one last thing before I let you go around. So for someone wanting to get on a startup journey, right? What would your advice be? Like, what are some of the things that you feel that, hey, these are the things to look out for or in general, what what is it that you would like to say? So uh, I would like to say that... Uh, more people should get into startups, uh, specifically uh-huh. startups that solve a problem. Uh, not, mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily, I mean, not a specific problem, but more problems at large. Because mm-hmm. uh, the more startups are dedicated to solve a problem, the better the ecosystem, the more uh, better we'll evolve as a country. Uh, it yeah. may not be uh, everyone's t- a cup of tea because it has a lot of highs and lows. Uh, it requires Correct. you to uh, be consistent. Your lows are too lows. Your highs may not be that high. But you need to keep yeah. at it. Uh, but it's yeah. a wonderful experience, uh, specifically mm-hmm. when you're doing something to the larger good. Uh, so my Correct. advice would be that uh, come up with an idea primarily that solves a problem because I think that's going to mm-hmm. go a long way. And uh, right. don't worry if you don't have a perfect solution right at moment uh, at level one. Uh, everyone mm-hmm. has a draft idea and then it evolves. You run it by people. Uh, you adapt. You you find global parallels that do similar work. And then you keep evolving mm-hmm. from a startup level. So uh, whatever you have, uh, don't like, uh, you know, just find that as a uh, final thing and, you know, keep adapting, keep evolving, uh, keep making your uh, service better. So, um, yeah, definitely. And and make sure that you have your friends and family who accompany you uh, uh, with your (laughs) journey, make them a part of it, make them feel like uh, they're going through the journey with you because that obviously helps your uh, support system and makes it a lot more stronger and uh, stronger as well. And if you're lucky uh, and if your compatibility level is high, do it with your friends. I think uh, yeah. that's, uh, <laughs> that's the best thing that could happen. You can take some time yeah. off to chill and at the same time uh, work and, you know, uh, make a difference. It doesn't well. feel like work any longer then. It not, doesn't. Not really it then. doesn't. So yeah. it's the whole 9 to 5 culture, the whole, oh my God, it's Monday, I have to go to work. Has just it, yeah. It's just in the past. It's just that we're all looking forward to meeting uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, working. And, and yeah, that's, that's the culture that we as a company also... Uh, try to push push uh-huh. a lot more which is so wonderful it's so wonderful Rahul and this has been so insightful you know just talking to you today and understanding so much about you know refillable and uh, what is the vision and how we all can be a part of it right Um, I surely look forward to see all the magic that refillable will continue to create and inspire us to do our bit in safeguarding the planet Uh, I thank you once again for just being part of the show and, you know, just talking to me and, you know, giving us so much of context around all of these important topics. No, I think thank you so much. I think it's because of people like you that uh, companies like us uh, reach out to more people and more people get to know about us and hopefully will use our service to create a larger good. So I think more than us, this is uh, about you. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for talking about Reasonable. (laughs) And yeah, we yeah. hope we could um, create impact at scale. Absolutely, Rahul. I'm waiting for Refillable to come to Bengaluru as well. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> will be one of your customers. Thanks again, Definitely. Rahul. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.